When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After a week of tinkering, this is my wildcard team. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. Wildcard weeks are the best. Well, they're the best when you're happy with your first draft, I guess. And what we're going to see today is my team isn't changing that much. I'm also going to show you a couple of variations in terms of late changes that I could go towards with my wildcard team. Because there's a couple of players that have really caught my eye this week. Martinelli for one, he's given me the biggest headache. There's always a couple of players, isn't there, that you want but can't have. Martinelli right at the top of that list. But look, without further ado, let's have a look at my wildcard team. And actually, this was a tweet from the Premier League and I sent them this last Monday. I gave a description on their website of every player I liked and why. The good news is my team hasn't changed much at all from there. So let me go through it and tell you the, the slots that are up for grabs and the slots that feel absolutely locked. So keepers, Turner and Ariola, lock, lock, right? <laughs> um, at the back, Simicas, Gabriel, Cash, all locks. I'm going to say, actually, Branthwaite at 4.0, he's going to be a lock as well. But Taylor at 3.9, hmm, question mark. Because if I've got extra money to spend, I want to go to Maguire at 4.2. So Taylor, currently my first question mark. My defender, five. In midfield, the locks are Saka and Son and Salah. Those three, the three big names, are locked in. However, Matoma's spot and Diaby's spot still up for grabs. Let's put a question mark next to those guys. Um, up front, Haaland and Watkins are locked. And Bamba, however could change if I went in for a change in formation. So we'll put a question mark by Mbamba at 4.3. So the team we're looking at has 0.0 in the bank. It was my first draft. I like it very much. But with all teams, there's positives and negatives. So, so far, the positives for this team, well, it includes the three Villa I want. I want triple Villa, and this gets the RB in. It includes the best Brighton player, Matoma, um, and everything else I wanted, right? Thin at the back. All the big hitters but it doesn't have Martinelli the player I really want and I guess you could say not that it matters too much but I would ideally like to upgrade uh, Taylor to Maguire because if I do that I've got a starter in say game week uh, 11 in Maguire because Gabriel goes to Newcastle game week Maguire's got okay fixtures like you look at uh, Simakas has got Man City in a few weeks time maybe Maguire would come in then I would use Maguire more than Taylor but I'm not going to rip up my wildcard team to accommodate a fourth or fifth choice defender so the big question is is this draft has no Martinelli how can I accommodate him well let's have a look because I've done a version 2 and a version 3 to show how I can accommodate Martinelli so let's have a look at version 2 shall we we're going to make some changes so we're going to make four changes. First and foremost, let's put Martinelli in. So to do that, Matoma's got to come out. Diaby's also got to come out. So we'll put, I don't know, let's put a 4.3 player in there, like Chukameka at Chelsea. It's a dead spot, but he's 4.3. And when he's fit, might see some minutes. Um, 
Now I've got Matoma, I've got Martinelli in, but I don't have Brighton here. So a way of getting some Brighton cover, sure it's not Matoma, but it is their penalty taker. It is one of their forwards and their record signing uh, that is going to see more minutes because Welbeck's injured. So sure, he's competing with Ansu Fati and Ferguson. It will be two of the three, you'd think, each week. But I think João Pedro is going to see increased minutes. Therefore, let's go and bamba to João Pedro. It's 5.3 million. And then I've got enough money in the bank with version two, just enough money to go tailor to Maguire. That's exact fun. So four changes. This is my version two team, right? So the positives of version two straight away, it's got Martinelli and Maguire. But the negatives, you lose your third Villa and you lose your best Brighton. You have João Pedro, but you don't have the 90 minute or the start guarantee that Matoma has and arguably the goal threat that Matoma has. So, I like it very much, but I don't know if I'm willing to compromise. Now, the big talking point for me will come down to, is Gabriel Jesus fit? And look, I'm not going to know that till Arteta's press conference, and I'm recording this before Arteta's press conference. But when Arteta plays, Martinelli is a better asset. Sorry, when Jesus plays, Martinelli's a much better asset. And we saw in the week against Sevilla, they link so well and all the attack comes down the left and they interchange. Jesus will drift left, Martinelli goes central, Martinelli often highest up the pitch, benefits from Jesus' through balls. They're really good mates, those two, by the way. Like, they were as thick as thieves when I met them at the Arsenal training ground. Those two, like, peas in a pod, the two Brazilians, right? Uh, the two Gabriels. There's a third Gabriel at Arsenal, the centre-back, who's also in the team. Um... I like, I like the chemistry between them. And if Jesus is out, I think I'll commit to version one. If Jesus is fit, I'm going to have a big headache because I do like version two. But my, what I don't like about version two is Jao Pedro. Like, he's okay, but in my 11 every week with his minutes risk. So let's see if we can do a version three, which looks similar, which covers Brighton attack and keeps Martinelli. So what changes for version three? Well... Simply, I'm going to change my Brighton attacker and go back to a five-man midfield and a two-man striker list, right? So, João Pedro is going to go back down to Mbamba. And then we have Adingra. So, Adingra is five-million midfielder. Adingra has played 90 minutes in the last two. Adingra is going to benefit from Solly March being injured. Adingra is favoured by De Zerbi at the moment, but... Buonanotte can play on the right, and De Zerbi has said Buonanotte will see some game time. And Sufati can play on the right. So Adingra, like João Pedro, is a big minutes risk. So do I prefer version 3 or version 2? Well, the question is very simple here. It's João Pedro versus Adingra, who do you prefer? And I think I'm going to say I prefer the guy that takes penalties, right? I think I'm going to say I prefer João Pedro. So version 3 and version 2, very, very similar. They both accommodate Martinelli. They both go without Diaby. They both go without Matoma. But... Also, they allow me to squeeze Maguire in again. Also, I'd be left with 0.2 in the bank. Version 3 gives me 0.2 in the bank, which is always nice to have because you will make transfers in a week or two and you don't always want to have to go down. You can go across or up, uh, up with a 0.2 in the bank. So what do we reckon, guys? I don't want to deviate too much from my first draft because I was so happy with it. Um, but let's go back, shall we, and just check out that first draft draft so we're going to get rid of martinelli chat we're going to get rid of the idea of sacrificing a drv or a matoma and am i set on this draft i like it very much 
as I mentioned, it's just the Martinelli question. And it's also like Maguire is a nice upgrade. Like defender four for Maguire. And it's got nothing to do with the fact he scored in the week, I promise you. Like United are going to get some clean sheets, aren't they? Like let's look at the United fixtures, shall we? Like he ain't going to play in game week 10 for me, Man City. Oh, the first question, is Maguire going to start? Well, yeah, I think he is. He's going to be alongside Varane. I think now, with what Ten Hag has said about him, with him playing left-sided centre-back, knowing Martinez is out injured, I think he's going to be above Maguire, uh, Lindelof as a centre-back option. So, Man City, I don't need him for in game week 10. But game week 11, Fulham away, or he could come in for Gabriel. Game week 12, he's got Luton at home. I see a clean sheet, if not two against Fulham and Luton. Then it's Everton, Newcastle, Chelsea, Bournemouth. Some good fixtures in there for clean sheets, I think. If you haven't seen the fixture ticker, we need to load it. So let's have a very quick look from game week 10, shall we? Now, I took this from the Fantasy Football Scout members area where you can get rid of teams, you can get rid of columns. So I've just gone next six weeks because everyone says about wildcard, oh, don't like that player, or you've got a thin bench. Just remember, you get a free transfer every week. Sometimes we forget that. And in six game weeks time, and this ticker is for the next six weeks, this team, probably for the starting 11, will look five or six players different in the starting 11. Very, very different. You're not wildcarding for life. You're wildcarding essentially for a handful of game weeks and then you're moving forward with transfers. So look, at the top of the ticker, we've seen Brighton and Arsenal. Um, they're well covered in my team, hence me wanting to get Martinelli. In terms of the bookies' odds for biggest goal threat this week, this weekend, Arsenal, that predicted more goals than anyone. Um, I need to speak about captaincy, by the way. Go check out the Scout members area if you haven't already. Um, captaincy is a big one. And I loaded a graphic um, a couple of days ago on my Game Week preview where I looked at the opposition that all the big names face and how that opposition fares in terms of goals conceded and expected goals conceded when they're either playing away from home or at home. So let's do this in order. I want to load this in order. Currently, we'll start from the bottom. Son plays Palace, who have been really good at home, right? Haaland plays United, who have conceded seven goals at home. Okay. Salah plays Forest, who have also conceded seven goals away from home, because Salah's at home. Yet Saka's probably better than all of them in terms of the opponent, Saka plays Sheffield United, who have been loose on the road. They conceded nine goals. But the best of all, guys, Ollie Watkins plays a Luton team that have conceded 11 and an expected goals of 13. Ollie Watkins, something at the back of my mind is going, go against Salah and have some fun with Watkins. Now, this is just looking at the opponents. This isn't looking at the attacking ability of a Villa, an Arsenal, a, 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 a Liverpool. But I think we know what we're getting with those guys. Villa... Win every game at home, pretty much. Liverpool, we know, are good at home. Arsenal can bully the big team. So these three guys are all good candidates. I'm going to rule Saka out. I'm slightly worried. Um, he picked up a knock against Sevilla. I don't I think he'll start, but I just think there's a chance he goes off in the game because he, if he gets kicked. Um, and he's been out for a few weeks. And there's a bit of a spread at points at Arsenal. Yet when Villa are scoring and Liverpool are scoring, we know it's Salah, we know it's Watkins. So I really am between the two talisman of those clubs. And it will be a late call. Now, I will post my team on social media. Check out my Instagram. I always do it on Insta at least 20 minutes before the game week deadline. Probably more like an hour because I've got social plans this Friday night. So do follow me if you want to see my locked team and what version of the wildcard draft I go for. I expect I'll stay on version one. 
And at the moment, it's a coin toss between Watkins and Salah for captaincy. Guys, if you've enjoyed the stream, please do hit the like button. You're always subscribing, I know you are. Uh, I look forward to seeing your comments. And also, one final note from me, the members area. If you fancy becoming a member of the Gianni Petici channel, you can join my WhatsApp group as an Ultras member. In there, we're talking all the time, I'm answering all your questions. But squad members too, I prioritize all your comments and questions in the comments to this video. I'll always get back to you with a response. So in the link to the description, you will see, uh, you can sign up to be a member of this show if you want to support it. Guys, it's a big, big week for me. I've had some stonking red arrows. I need a big, fat, juicy green. I hope you guys get green arrows as well. I'll see you on the other side. Go well, have a good one, and I'll see you. Podcast Network.